We pick up on the last line of uh, Duff Samach Zion, uh, 67b, uh, and we were discussing, just to remind ourselves where we were, uh, we were discussing different uh, concepts in terms of uh, the machine, different uh, people being kicked out of different camps because of their tumor status. We started off with a Tumat Meitu was allowed in Machane Levia, um, but then and they went on to a Tumat of Azav, uh, who was not allowed inside the Machane Levia, had to be going Machane Israel. And then we ended up with the Matsoro, who had to be kicked out of all three camps, he was not allowed inside. And uh, then we'd mention a Mishnah, a Mishnah in Zavim, uh, which says that. Um, Someone who is a Balkeri, who had uh, semen come out from them, uh, is the same as uh, as a person uh, who touched a sheritz, and and we said maybe that was to teach us a law about. Uh, um, their impurity and we said no that wasn't the case we said must be there to teach us uh, about their uh, to where they are in terms of of, of the camps and we said no not necessarily uh, so carrying on mate uh, the Gomorrah uh, carries on with this type of thought boil nida a man who has relations with a woman who is in her state of nida uh, could uh, um, and that means that he actually becomes tame seven days um mate he is equivalent uh, in some way to someone who is uh, uh, impure with a corpse. Uh, okay, uh, a mate. Lamai, uh, to what, why, in what way is he similar? If you say they are both uh, in terms of the length of time of Tumah, in both cases, we already know that law. Uh, there, there's a pasuk that says a man who has relations with a nida is tame for seven days. And there's another pasuk that says uh, if you, a man touches a corpse, then he is tame for seven days as well. So we don't need uh, the Mishnah to teach us uh, that law. It's an explicit, both are explicit pasukim. Uh, therefore, el alav, it must be lemach tam. It must mean that uh, a person that has had relations with a uh, a woman in Nida is sent out to the same camp as uh, someone who has uh, be touched a corpse. Okay, and it says, and now that we've established that, uh, that that is the case, meet a safer, so the safer, the end part of the Mishnah, which which is what we just quoted, teaches us about uh, where they are sent out to the camps. Have a nami uh, The first case, as we just saw uh, we, we talked about uh, the someone who had uh, a balkeri and one that touched a sheritz uh, that must also be talking about their machane so surely uh, that is a proof uh, for what we tried to prove earlier and what rejects this and it says no uh, area. how can you compare these two cases one might be talking about um, one one case and one might be talking about another case our last part of here might be talking about the different machines and there's a comparison uh, the time before one the uh, what we ended up saying at the end of yesterday's one uh, we say that uh, the same law uh, in terms of a balkyria and a sheritz uh, was that uh, they, they they can become tame uh, even uh, if it does done inadvertently, if a sheritz falls on someone inadvertently, if a, uh, um, a person has a seminal emission inadvertently, it's not that you have to uh, want to uh, do anything. Uh, in both cases, that they, they become uh, impure. All right, so that, uh, that is... Uh, uh, that's that. Okay, so now, Maitve um, again, we try yet again. Uh, we said that a uh, Matsura, 
is more severe. Uh, his his tumor is more severe than a zav. The zav came with tamamet. As we said, a zav was on a uh, a high level of 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 um. Tumor uh, than a tame mate. A yatsa balkiri shetimei mate chamer mimenu. And a balkiri is excluded because a uh, a, a, a person that's tame mate is more strict than him. So it's a bit of a strange uh, brata. Uh, and it says, my yatsa, what do you mean excluded uh, from a tame mate as a balkiri? What does that even mean? Lav yatsa meklal zav, Our first understanding, we say uh, that he is excluded from being a Zav uh, and he's on the level of a Tamemate. Uh, and we see that uh, this um uh, this person that has had a um uh, a seminal uh, emission, okay, uh, about Kerry, he is on the same category. He's allowed in Machine Levia, uh, the same as a Tamay mate. Uh, and even though the Tamay mate, uh, because the Tamay mate is for seven days, whereas a Balkiri is just Tamay for one day, even though in theory the, 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 uh, the Tamay mate is more severe than him, uh, still they are allowed in the same uh, camp. Okay, and that's that's what we say. The high time mate, even though the time mate is more uh, severe than he he in the than the Balkiri because he's a seven day tumor. Uh, so, but but still they are both allowed in the same camp. The Gemara says law not necessarily. No, maybe even a Balkiri would be kicked out of uh, the 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 Levite camp, and he has to get forced into the same camp as a Zav. We say even though a Tame mate uh, that has got seven days of uh, Tuma is more uh, severe than him in that respect, the Tame mate uh, is allowed in the Machanelevia. He's still allowed, as we saw, uh, that Yosef, uh, Yosef's bones were right next to Moshe. Moshe carried Yosef's bones, so Moshe was obviously Tame mate uh, the whole time. <laughs> Sorry, who had the possibility of being matamimate the whole time, and uh, and therefore um, we say that uh, even though uh, the tamimate is more severe in that case, however, not explicitly, uh, you know, over here. But what we had before uh, is that uh, a person that has a balkiri has got the shikvatzera coming out of his own body. Uh, therefore, he's on the same level as a zav, as opposed to uh, a person who touched a dead body, which is extrinsic. Uh, as opposed to intrinsic, uh, something external from from a person and uh, and and not uh, coming from his own body. His own body is more severe. And therefore, we compare him, uh, this this uh, Balkeri, uh, to the same person as Azav, uh, because he's more similar to that. Because after all, the tumor comes out of his own body. All right, uh, carrying on uh, with these types of uh, uh, ideas. Tanei Tana Kameda Rav Yitzhak Baravdini. Rav Yitzhak Baravdini, a Tana taught in front of him. Viata El Chutzl Machane. The Pasuk says he has to go outside the camp, and there's a person who's had a, uh, who's a Balkari. He says it's what's known in, in the Pashat Kitad um, say. It says he has a Mikra Lala, a, a, a night event. 
uh, you know, some kind of nocturnal emission. Uh, as a result, he has to go outside. Vyatsa al Machane, he goes outside the camp. Zu Machaneshkina. Our initial understanding that this is Machaneshkina, he's not allowed inside the most holy area of the camp. Uh, but then the the, the Pasuk uh, as well then says, um uh, he's not allowed uh, you're not allowed to come inside the Machane. Zu Machane that must be Machane Levia. And we say, and we can. So, if you if you say the first statement is telling us about uh, the Machanishkina, the second statement is telling us about the Machanelevia, and we can the Balkeri Shiatsa Chutz L'Shtei Machanot. From here we see that a person uh, who has uh, this seminary mission is has to go out of two camps. Okay, he has to go all the way out of um, uh, not only the Machane Shkina but also outside the Machane Levia. Uh, which supports what we had before. However, um, which we said that uh, he's not, uh, the Machane Levia is, can, Tame mates, people can go in there, but Tame from the, that has, uh, a person that is Tame from something that comes from within his own body has to go out uh, of, of both of those camps. However, um, in terms of these Psukim, uh, Amale, Rav Yitzhak said to him, he says, listen, uh, just on a practical level, I might agree with you in terms of the Halakha, uh, but just on a practical level where you're learning it from, that's a bit strange. Why? Right? You haven't brought him in and you're already taking him out. Because if you look at the verses uh, you know, and, and the simple meaning of them, you have to go out the camp, talking about a person that is kicked out of a certain place. And then uh, the, the, that, uh, the next passage that we talked about, he's not allowed to come in uh, the camp. So you have uh, what he has to do and what he's not allowed to do. You're not allowed to come inside the camp, uh, but he has to be uh, he has to be kicked out the camp. So uh, you know, and and what he says, you haven't brought him in. You're sending him out. In other words, uh, coming in the camp, teaching us a person. He must be out the camp, and you're telling him that he can't come in. Uh, but the one thing is, viatsa means he has to leave the camp, means that he's already in, and he needs to go out. So it seems to be working at cross purposes. Uh, another version of this. Akati lo afikte valute. He says, uh, which says, you know, you've sent him out, and then you bring him in. You know, in other words, uh, these two uh, statements seem to be. Uh, at loggerheads with each other. Ela so therefore, what must you say? Mechutz uh, lemachane. He has to go outside the camp. Zu machane levia. He has to go out that second camp. The machane levia. Lo yavo al tocha machane. Zu machane shkina. And when you're telling him to go out of the Levite camp, uh, it must mean that you tell him, you, and you also can't go further in. Uh, once we're telling you to to leave the machane levia, you can't go into the machane uh, um, uh, shkina. Right, the place. With the with the kwanim or uh, etc., you can't go further in. You must go further out. All right, uh, that that's the one explanation. Matkif la Ravina. Ravina doesn't like this. Uh, he attacks it as follows: Ema iri iri the machanishkina. Maybe it is still talking about both the machanishkina. Avod alav basavelotase. And really, what it's teaching you is that you are liable, and uh, not only for a positive commandment, uh, but also for a negative commandment. So it's actually the same law, uh, but it's phrasing it in a positive commandment way. You have to do this, as opposed, and also uh, you're not supposed to do that. So it's a positive and a negative. Commandment. 
commandment and it just gives you gives you a double punishment as well. Uh, the Gemara also doesn't really like this. It says you should go outside the camp. He's not allowed to come inside. Uh, it says why hamachane? Why do you need the camp? The camp lamali. It's an extra word. To give him another camp altogether. In other words, he has to leave to the other one. Uh, all right, uh, we get to a quote from the Mishnah. Michoy Kravav, one of the things that uh, is overrides, does override Shabbat, is cleaning these intestines. My Michu Kravav, what is the, the cleaning of these intestines? How do you do that? Uh, two understandings. Rav Huna Amar, She Nakvan Besakin. What you do, you, you, you put a knife in, you. Uh, pierce them with a knife all the way uh, along and then uh, the the excrement inside uh, disappears uh, from the oozes out okay uh, he says uh, really what it what it's talking about is uh, you you push down uh, with the knife and then anything that's inside uh, will uh, spurt out uh, as it were the reason you're not allowed to leave it inside uh, because uh, if you left it inside the animal uh, could easily go off and become disgusting and that's the last thing you'd want uh, with your Pesach offering so even though we normally don't allow you uh, you know you, you might have a concern that we wouldn't allow you to do this on Shabbat it's absolutely necessary uh, to do it all right and it says I'm a Rebbe Leza uh, says my time to Rebbe Barav why does Rebbe Barav says you push down with a knife the lambs are in the portion the ruins of the fat ones uh, the wanderers shall eat. Okay, my mashma, what are we talking about here? Uh, that, you know, it talks about what we we talking about. There's the proof text, you know, where's the connection? Uh, my mashma, could a matar game, Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef uh, uh, translated the word, Nechsehem, Dereshina, Tzidkaya, Yachsunun. <clears throat> he said the righteous should inherit uh, the wicked's possessions. In other words, Mechim uh, is like a, a wicked person, and that, that that's a connection to what we had when it talks about the the Michui of the intestines. It means that it's something not so nice and uh, and disgusting. All right, uh, uh, we we carry on to the that that verse uh, and and in the beginning part of that verse uh, that we just quoted. Kavasim kadabram. Okay, uh, the lambs will feed in their in their pastures, and and word is kadabram. Ama menashia bar yumia ama rav kudumudar bam. It says kudumudar bam. It's like as it was said. Okay, uh, you know, as it was said about them. What does that mean? Uh, what does that mean? Uh, it says the ruins of the fat ones, these wanderers shall eat. He says, in other words, that uh, it talks about. Jews are being going to have uh, ascendancy. The, the the fat ones are and 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 they're going to be ruined. I.e., the wicked are going to be ruined, and then uh, these wanderers, the Jewish wanderers, are going to come and uh, and and be in the ascendancy and eat uh, from them. So that's Amar uh, Rava. Rava doesn't like this. He says, listen. Um, 
Bishlam Ikativ Kharavot Kadamrat. If it just said Kharavot, then it would be as you said, the ruins of the fat ones. It says Hashda Diktiv Vech Kharavot and the 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 ruins. Okay, it must be talking about Metachrina Kamar that and links it to the previous uh, statement and, and therefore it can't be done um uh, expounded separately, it must be something else uh, that we are talking about here. Um, so therefore, El Amarava, so Rava gives his own explanation. Rav Chananel, Amarav, that Rav Chananel said Amarav, Rav Chananel, Amarav, Atidin, Tzadikim, Shihu Etamaitim. He says in future, Tzadikim will actually have the power to revive dead people. Uh, how do you know that? Uh, the lambs will feed in their past. Uh, let them feed uh, in, in Bashan, in Gilad, like the days of old Pasuk from Micha. Okay, so what does that last bit mean? Bashan, Ze Elisha, Habamina Bashan. Bashan is, uh, is uh, talking, telling us, hinting towards Elisha, who came from Bashan. How do you know? Shinamar, Viana, Ashafait, Mi Bashan. They said, uh, here is. Um, he uh, and Shafat in the Bashan, and it says, "Kativ po Elisha ben Shafat ashe yatzak maim aliday Eliyah." Elisha ben Shafat, who poured waters over Elijah's hands uh, over there. So it talked about Shafat and Bashan, Elisha ben Shafat, and uh, that's where uh, Elisha lived. Okay, and uh, and therefore, so that must be talking about Elisha, uh, and it says, "Gilad ze Eliyah." Gilad is Eliyahu. Shnemar v'yome Eliyah hatishbi. Eliyah is called hatishbi. Eliyah a Giladi, right? So we're talking about Giladi and Tishbi, She Motashve Gilad. So he was from the people that lived in Gilad. So that's what we say, Eliyahu Giladi. Okay, so that's uh, Eliyahu is that. Good. So in terms of those uh, two, we, we have these these words, Bashan and Gilad, and we learn that where it says uh, you, you feed it, that in the future, uh, Tzadikim will be able to resurrect people as, as, as the same way as Eliyahu did. Um, and, uh, and and so did uh, Elisha uh, uh, as well. So Eliyahu did as well as Elisha. Uh, they both resurrected the dead. Interesting enough, Elisha uh, asked for a double uh, portion from Elijah and, and he actually resurrected two people. Okay. Um, uh, now, Amar Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani, Amar Rabbi Yonatan, he says, Atin Tzadikim, Shekhu Meitim. I've got a different source that, uh, you know, that Tzadikim will... Uh, uh, cause the dead to rise. Shema, Od Yeshu, Zakinim Zakanot, Rakharavot Yerushalayim, the famous uh, prophecy from Zakaria where he says there will still be old men and old women uh, in a you know, dwelling in the streets of Jerusalem and a man's got a, a, a staff in his hand. Vish Mishanto Biado Merov Yamim. This guy's leaning on a staff because he's so old. Uh, and that's it. So, you know, in the time he prophesies around about the time of the destruction of the temple where all of this was just a. Uh, uh, you know, just a, a seemingly impossible uh, dream. And meanwhile, we, Baruch Hashem, have uh, lived uh, through this to see the fulfillment of this prophecy. Okay, uh, and Ishma Shantor, Biador, Varov Yamim, and this old man's uh, you know, got a got a, 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 st- a staff in his hand. Mishanti al Hanar, and when Elisha uh, was was called. Um, 
his staff uh, to put on the man. He said, put the, put the staff on the boy's uh, face. You said, uh, my staff, I'll put it on the, on the boy's face. All right, uh, that is that. All right, good. Carrying on, well, a similar kind of uh, theme. Um, Ula Rami, Ula contrasts the two Pesukim, death will be destroyed forever, and Hashem will wipe away tears from all faces. We have a, a uh, another statement, and you know, also uh, that was Isaiah in, in chapter 25, and then Isaiah 65 uh, says uh, a, a child will die at 100 years old. So uh, either Hashem is going to destroy death forever, or else He's going to let people die, but it will, they'll just be much older. A law kasha, no stira, uh, no contradiction. Can be Israel, can be Goyim. The Jews will uh, there will be no death anyway, and uh, with the non-Jews there will still be death. Um, uh, so all of a sudden we we talking about goyes, you know what what are they uh, doing in uh, uh, this uh, this future world? Uh, Right, uh, it says the uh, the pasuk says, "Strangers stand and feed your flocks, and the sons of the strangers shall be your plowmen and your vineyard workers." Okay, so we see that the non-Jews are going to be able to help us in Olamaba. All right, a similar concept. Rav Kista, uh, Rami Rav Kista contrasts the two pesukim. Uh, he says, the, the, the moon will be uh, embarrassed, and so too the sun will be so ashamed." Right, in future, the pasuk and azar, the light of the moon should be like the light of the sun, and the light of the you know the, the moon light is going to be as bright as the sun. The light of the sun should be seven times as um, as strong as it was before, and like the seven days really of creation. Uh, you know, in other words, so either the sun and moon are going to be embarrassed and, uh, and hide themselves, or else they're going to be much brighter. So which is it? Uh, we say lo kasha kan lo uh, one where they'll be embarrassed is talking about Olam Abba, which is a different world altogether. But uh, the lights increased. Uh, then you're, that, that is where in the times of Mashiach, uh, where things are going to get much better, obviously for the Jews. Okay, and then that time that will be uh, you know much much brighter. Okay, Ulushmu, uh, what about Shmu? The Amar Ein Bein Olam Avzeh Lo Olam Haba Lemot Hamashiach Ela Shibu Malchut Bilvad. According to Shmu, uh, quoted by the Rambam as well, he says there's no difference uh, between this world and Yomot Hamashiach. Right? You said the Yomot Hamashiach it's going to get like incredibly light. He says no, there's no difference uh, between uh, the, the days we have today, uh, life we have today, and also uh, the way the uh, uh, when Mashiach comes, he says Mashiach is going to be. It's going to be totally normal uh, as well. Uh, he says, and therefore, uh, the only difference is that Shibud uh, Malchut, the the nations going against the Jews, will stop. Okay, that that's Yomotam Mashiach. That's like Mashiach's come where the where the world's not trying to kill the Jews. Okay, So uh, you know what are we talking about here uh, in terms of that? Uh, is that uh, you know either it's going to be very different? Well, but Shmuel says no. It's not going to be very 
very different. People just stop persecuting the Jews. Uh, what can you say? You know, it seemed to be pretty miraculous uh, before, right? So in other words, the sun and the, the moon are going to get much brighter and the sun's going to be seven times brighter. Anyway, itty loam Both of those cases are talking about olam haba. And it says, velo kasha. Um, and there's no difficulty uh, of it. Uh, if you're really in uh, the 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 closest place, right, or the very closest place, the machane uh, shkina, then um, uh, it's where the, the, there won't be any sun and moon. You just uh, you know have the shkina itself. Uh, okay, you'd have Hashem himself, the glow of the shkina, as it were. And it says kan tzarikim. But in the machane tzarikim, uh, it's going to be very bright and light because the sun's going to be much stronger. Okay, carrying on with this uh, theme, Rava, uh, Rami, Rava contrasted to Psukim Ktiv, I will uh, uh, make die and uh, I will put to death and I will uh, make him live again. Ktiv, Machatsta, Ani, Pe, and I wound and I heal. Right, so that's that's what Hashem says. Hashda achai The fact that Hashem makes people come to life. My prayer, Lukoshkan. Obviously, you can make people uh, feel better. Okay, Ella Amar Hakadosh Baruch Hu. What does Hashem say? Ma Shani Mamet Ani Merkia Kamo She Machatzti Vani Epe. It says the same people that I put to death will I make live again. Okay, in the same way as when I, 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 I uh, when people were hurt, uh, I heal. Them, that is what Hashem says. Ten Rabbanan, a similar thought. Ani amit viachia. I will put to death and I will make love. Yecho mita bechad v'chaim bechad. You might think it's like kederich shalom no hag, like this world uh, where one person dies and then a totally different person uh, gets born. So it's a cycle of uh, you know life and death. Tamodumar, no, uh, this is what we're talking about. Machatziani, the the same person that I put uh, to death will I uh, heal, as it were. Ma makir rufua bechad af mita. Uh, the same way as um, uh, you know, I, I do the wounding and then I'll heal the person, says Hashem. Uh, the same way, uh, I'm the same kind of uh, per, you know, the, the same kind of being, as it were, that, uh, uh, that that does these things. In other words, uh, death and the life. Or, or you know, when you talk about death and life, I can I can you know put you put you to death and I can raise you up. He says that's also talking about the same person. Okay. Um, I'll put you to death and then I'll revive you as well. Resurrection of the dead. sorry. And from here we see Tshuva, as we see an answer to the people who say, in We see that there's no Tikatamatim in the Torah. And, uh, and, and it says that, you know, that's how we disprove that. Uh, and another understanding, you know, uh, of those, at first I put those to death, uh, others I'll bring to life, and then afterwards uh, I'm going to heal them, okay, in terms of, uh, of, uh, of that. So, you know, the, the first uh, understanding is that, uh, um, you know, that Hashem will, you know, bring us back to life and we'll automatically be healed, you know, at, at that time. And then the other one is, no, he'll, he'll bring us back to death with the same, um, uh, you know, issue maybe that we faced uh, at, our, at, at that person's death and then he'll, he'll cure them of that uh, sickness. Okay.
All right. Uh, after that uh, digression, somewhat we move back into the Mishnah. Hector um, Chalavu, Chalve. All right. So, so what uh, we um, uh, we have, uh, we say we we uh, the burning of the fats overrides uh, Shabbat. Tanya, Amre Mishimon Borei Kama Chaviva Mitzvah Bashata. How important a mitzvah is in its time. How beautiful a mitzvah is in its time. It says Sharei Hector Chalavim Vaivrim Mufradim Kshirim. Really, what happens is the the fats and the limbs and the, and everything like that uh, would be valid uh, the whole night. So really, you could have actually burned it up uh, the whole night. But here and you know after Shabbat, you could have burned it up. Uh, and uh, but still, yeah, uh, we don't burn it up. mamtinim lahem And we don't wait for it to uh, um, you know. Uh, to to get uh, burned, we just uh, burn them immediately, even on Shabbat, because uh, obviously, as we know, we we have been talking about where erev Pesach falls on Shabbat. Uh, the next part of the Mishnah, Hikavto, uh, now talking about carrying the Pesach offering through the, the public domain and, and, and bringing outside the Tchum, okay, and cutting of its wall, don't override Shabbat. Urimini, uh, is that really so? Chotkan, Yabelet Mimikdash. It says you can cut off a wart in the in the Beit HaMikdash, Aval Lorba Medina. You're not allowed to cut it off outside the Beit HaMikdash. Im, Rekli, Kanvakan However, that is, if you cut it off with a utensil, like a knife, uh, both of those things are forbidden. Okay, and uh, you know, so it really is to say that the only time you can kind of pull off a wart in the Beit Hamikdash. So now uh, the Gemara is going to discuss this. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yossi, Barchanina. With these two rabbis, Karamar, Idi Both of these must be talking about uh, cutting off the wart uh, with your hand. In other words, pulling it off. And and the difference is And the one that says you can't uh, pull it off, uh, that must be talking about a wet one. Uh, a wet, uh, moist wart, which is like the flesh of the animal, and you can't uh, cut, uh, you can't pull it off, okay? Because it could have been done before Shabbat. That's the important thing over here. Um, and anything that could have been done before Shabbat, uh, you uh, uh, you can't do on Shabbat. Even though we said that this could be a shvut, a rabbinical thing. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, the other one is where it is dry, and it, as you touch it, it breaks apart. So, you know, then there's no problem uh, with, with cutting it off or pulling it off or, you know, with your nail, whatever the case is. Uh, and another uh, um, thing, the other opinion says, really, uh, both of them say that it's cutting off a wet one, a wet wart, and, and one says not allowed, one says it is. Uh, and what are we talking about? Uh, one is talking about pulling it off, uh, even though it's a wet wart, if you pull it off, which is a highly abnormal uh, thing to do, it's a big shinoi, so therefore that would be acceptable. However, if you cut a uh, moist, moist uh, wart off with a with a kli, uh, that is um, not allowed to do. You are fixing uh, stuff in the Beit HaMikdash, and that, that is a problem. Problem uh, in the Beit Hamikdash. Okay, the Mandamai According to that first opinion, which is one is uh, cutting off one by hand, pulling off a wart by hand, another one is using a kli. Ma'atama lama idividi biad v'lo. You know what's the difference? Why, why didn't he say like the other opinion that both of them are talking about uh, the hands? Um, um, 
and he could have answered it that one is a wet one and one is a dry one. Uh, no, uh, a dry one is obviously uh, allowed uh, in terms of that breaks apart for by itself and therefore there's no need uh, for you to quote a Pasuk uh, in terms of that. So that's why he applies to that. So now the Gemara asks the opposite way. Uh, it says, And the one that says both things are with pulling off with hand and only a dry one's allowed but not a wet one. We said, you know, one is a wet one, uh, not allowed to do one is a dry one, which you're allowed to do. My time, Loma Edividi, Belacha, Veloka, you know, why doesn't he say they're both wet? Velokasha, Habiad, Habakli, why didn't he give that answer? One is with a hand, one is with a vessel. Amalach, we say, Kli, Hai, Katani, Hatam. In terms of the Kli, uh, it says that um, is is taught in that same uh, Mishnah. Kli uh, So we said that Mishnah. There's there was something we had quoted in Erevin, uh, one of the last uh, Dapim in Erevin. We had dealt with these uh, types of things in the hundreds. Uh, we said uh, it was it would it's repeating what we said uh, over there in that Mishnah because we know in that Mishnah it says if you cut it off with some kind of utensil, some kind of instrument, it would be forbidden uh, in the temple. Uh, and in the, in the temple as well as at the temple. The Gemara says, we bounce back uh, and we say, Hagatani, Kli, Ahaka, Plukta, Rebeleza, Rev Kanina, Atta, Lashmin, and comes to teach us, uh, you know, why do you have to repeat it if you said it was mentioned in Aravin? He says, no, uh, this is part of the whole discussion uh, in terms of Rebeleza and Rebbe Yeshua, uh, because Rebeleza says you actually are allowed to cut off uh, something like this. He says, because the animal needs to be brought uh, today, and if this is stopping you, bring your animal, well, then you are allowed to do it. Rebeleza is. Uh, of the opinion that uh, it's not uh, necessary to, if you could do something before Shabbat, uh, then you have to do something before Shabbat. Rebeleza of the opinion that that is not uh, true. Rebeleza says um, you can, uh, if, it, if, it, if it's needed for Shabbat, even though you could have done it before Shabbat, you can do it on Shabbat. All right, now quoting uh, that, you know, that leads into the following discussion, which now again started quoting Rebeleezer uh, and Rabbi Yeshua. And we said, I'm a Rebeleezer, Shkita. Right, we just quote the beginning part of the Mishnah. What did that, that say? Rebeleezer had mentioned that if Shkita, which is normally uh, not allowed on Shabbat, uh, but here uh, you actually override Shabbat when you need to, okay, because it's at the uh, at the particular time, uh, then he said that anything uh, that is normally forbidden by rabbinical decrees, uh, then we should override uh, Shabbat when you're doing it for that purpose. Rabbi Yeshua said, no, uh, the laws of a festival are, show it's different because um, a festival is Dorata, uh, Yom Tov is Dorata, uh, and he says... Um, uh, but you know there are certain restrictions. There are rabbinic uh, restrictions on uh, on uh, on uh, Yom Tov as well. So therefore you can't uh, do that. All right. So you can't say that. And Amar uh, and uh, Rabbi Shua, and Rabbi Shua is going like uh, his. Uh, feeling it's uh, he says because what does he say? Dama simchat yom tov nami mitzvah. He said simchat yom tov is also a mitzvah. So therefore, if you need to enjoy yourself, you need to do something. Uh, if you, you know, it's not called um, you know breaking yom tov just for fun. You're doing it because you you uh, need to enhance your enjoyment of the yom tov. And how do you know? The Tanya Rebbeleizomay and Yadam yom tov ella or ochel v'shote or yoshev v'shone. What you got on yom tov, you can either do one of 
of two things. It says, Rebbe Lezer, either you eat or drink, you can eat and drink the whole day, uh, or you can sit and learn the whole day, but then, then you can skip eating. Okay, Rabbi Yeshua, my Rabbi Yeshua says, Chalkei, you have to divide the day. Chetzu l'achila, v'shtaya, You should spend half your time in shul and, uh, and learning and things like that, and the other half the time, other half your day, uh, you should be, uh, you're allowed to eat and drink. Okay, and uh, really this is uh, what's known as Chetzi Lashem and Chetzi Lachem. I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Mishnayim Mikre Chadash, they're both dashing out the following verse. Ketiv Echadom, Katuv Echadom, one Pasuk says, Atzeret Lashem Lukecha, talking about Atzeret, uh, this is uh, specifically Shmini Atzeret, this should be a, a thing you're not allowed to do any work. Ketiv Echadom, Atzeret Tielachem, this is Atzeret, uh, and this is specifically talking about uh, Shavuot, uh, it should be so you know, Atzeret Lashem Elokecha, Atzeret is for Hashem, and this Atzeret, uh, second Atzeret is also uh, for for yourselves. So, Rabbi Leizer Savar, or Kulo Lashem, Kulo Lachem, either you can have it uh, the 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 case of of Rei, uh, or else you can have it the case of Pinchas. Okay, one of those two things. Either it should be for you, like Pinchas's uh, discussion, uh, or it can be for Hashem. Uh, it should be an assembly. Um, uh, you know, for uh, for you, right? Uh, one, sorry, it's, it says one should be a, 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 a chariot for Hashem, uh, that's a verse, and then the other one says Lachem, uh, that is the Pinchas verse. So he says either one or the other, you've got to choose, okay? Um, or Kulu Lachem, Rabbi Yeshua, Sava, no, okay, Chetzi Lachem, Chetzi Lachem, half to you, half to Hashem. So that's where he gets his uh, verse from that you should do it. All right, we quote a siman. Avam is a siman. Amar Rabbi Lazar Hakom Udim Bateret Devinan Nami Lachem. In terms of Bateret, the Shavuot, uh, everyone agrees that you also you need to enjoy yourself uh, physically on Sukkot. Matama Shom Nom Yom Shinit Nabos Torah Hi Hu. We say that is the day on which the Torah was given, and therefore you have to celebrate it almost like celebrating a Siyum. Uh, you have to celebrate the day of the giving. Of the Torah, okay. So Amarava uh, and Rava says Hakomodim veShabbat debein nami lachem. What in terms of Shabbat, also you can't. Uh, you have to enjoy the day. Uh, that is also uh, why is that? Uh, because we my timer. What is the reason uh, for that? Vekarata leShabbat onig. It's you call Shabbat onig delight, right? So you have to has to be for your own physical enjoyment. Amarav Yosef he gives a third example. Hakomodim bePurim debein nami lachem. Everyone agrees that. On Purim, uh, you also need to be for you. These are days of, of feasting and gladness. It's written about that. Uh, and now we quote Amabra Ravina Kulo Shata Havi Yatvi Matnita Lavarmi Atzeret Upuria Umale Yomadik Purim. Ma, the son of Rina, would spend the whole year fasting, really during the day, but only eat a little bit at night, except for uh, the days of Shavuot Purim and Erev Yom Kippur. Okay, so what did he say? Atzeret Yom Shinit Nabo Torah. He says, uh, you know, simple, uh, it, it is a day of, uh, the, of of great enjoyment, Shavuot, because that's the day we've got to. 
Tzara. Purim, Imei Mishteh V'Simcha, it says, days of feasting and gladness. So he said, you have to eat. Ketiv, Malay Yom Tzikpur, on Erev Yom Kippur, the Tani, he, Chia, Ba'arav, Medifti, Chia, Ba'arav of Difti, he says, V'nitim, if natural to him, a famous drosha, of yeah, you should afflict your souls, Mitisha Lachodesh, from the ninth of the month. And it says, V'kitsha Shavah, do we fast on the ninth of the month? No, we uh, we don't. We we eat on the ninth of the month. Valo as we we only fast on the tenth. Ella lamar lecha. So what does it come to teach you? Kol acha v'shuteh If you um, eat and drink uh, on the not not tishbav uh, the ninth of uh, Tishrei, uh, it says uh, you fast on the tenth of Tishrei, and uh, you know it says. But it gives the famous line uh, to teach you if you uh, eat and drink on the ninth uh, day of Tishrei, it's as if you've uh, um, uh, fasted already on the ninth and the tenth. Uh, interesting understanding of that. Uh, sometimes uh, the more you eat uh, on the day before, it actually causes you uh, affliction uh, in terms of uh, of it because now you're really hungry and that makes it harder the next day. The the conventional uh, understanding of why you eat the day before is to prepare so that you won't be so hungry on the fast itself, uh, as opposed to this this uh, interesting view quoted in Torah Tzimema on the Pashiot uh, in Emor. Okay, where it talks about Yom Kippur, it says uh, it, it it gives uh, this understanding is that it actually makes it harder for you, and that's the reason actually there's Gemara in Tanit, uh, which says uh, the people of the uh, the Mishmar wouldn't fa- wouldn't fast on Sunday because of contrast from going from the joy of Shabbos and the and the eating and everything on Shabbos, they wouldn't fast on Sundays uh, because that would. Um, uh, it would be uh, they they couldn't handle the the adjustment. So sometimes you know we say uh, the actual change of, of of now afflicting yourselves actually it causes more affliction if you eat more the day before. Interesting. Okay, uh, and if you eat and drink on the ninth, as if you fasted on the ninth and the tenth of uh, of of Tishrei, uh, you know, in terms of that. Okay, good. Um, uh, Rav Yosef Yomateret Amar on on uh, the the day of Shavuot. Rav Yosef said, Avda li agla tilta. Bring me a third born uh, calf. Okay, in other words, the choicest uh, calf. Okay, Amar Amar. And what he say? Im ili ha yoma dekai garim kama Yosef ikabashuka. He said, How many Yosefs would there be in the market if it wasn't for Shavuot? He says, and I've got the Torah, and I learned the Torah, and I'm able to understand it and teach it. He says, how many other Yosefs? I'd just be another normal Yosef uh, in in the market, uh, you know, a Joe. I'd be Joe in the market. Uh, that's it. So he says, I'm I'm going to be very happy because, uh, you know, I realized the, the the influence I was able to have on so many people's lives uh, by uh, by teaching them Torah. And he says, I've got to rejoice because it's the Torah uh, that has enabled me to do this. A similar idea, uh, Rav Sheshit called Tzlatin. Yomin Mahadar al Tamudai. Rav Shoshit every 30 days would rejoice, uh, would uh, review his learning. Bibara Dasha Vamar. And he would stand and lean against uh, the bolt of the door and he would say, uh, um, uh, my, my soul should be very happy. My soul should be very happy. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've read, uh, I've, I've learned. Um, 
normal things for you, uh, you know, the, the, the various Pesukim for you, I've learned Mishnah, uh, etc. Uh, you know, and that's it. Any, is that really so? Vamaravilazar, Torah, if the Torah wasn't around, uh, heaven and earth would not be around. Shnemar, Imlo, Barati, Yuman Valala, Chukat Shemaim, Varetz, Lo, Samti. If I hadn't created my covenant day and night, I wouldn't have set up the, the world as it is, heavens and earth, uh, etc. In other words, you know, you're not doing it for yourself uh, over here, you're doing it uh, because that's the right thing to do. Mikara, Kiavit Inish. No, what do we say? That when a person originally done this mitzvah, he does it for his own uh, benefits, okay? Adata Nafshay, Kiavit. You know, that's it. Uh, but at the end, uh, he'll, he'll realize, though, that uh, he's actually bringing benefits on the whole world. Um, interesting, uh, I've forgotten who said it, Rav Rosner quoted it, uh, in terms of uh, why Dafka a door, okay? Why a door? It says a door is a very heavy thing, it's very hard to move. However, if you put two little hinges on it and you connect it in the right way, uh, then it's very easy to move, opens, closes, etc. So uh, the Torah might seem very hard uh, to us, but if you put your, um, your head and your heart into it, uh, it's like the two hinges on the door and then it becomes much easier to move. Okay, uh, we will actually uh, leave it there. Um, even though we are going to be talking about similar uh, kind of things, uh, would we, you know, let's let's stop there because we don't want to move too much into the next stuff. Uh, everyone should have a great time.